Well, praise the Lord. Let's do a sound check, Dr. Hansen. Yes, how are you, Shannon? Brother, I'm doing good. How's my audio coming through for you? Sounds good over here. Okay, fantastic. We're right on time. Everybody, welcome aboard. That time has arrived again. Can you believe the week has went by so fast like it has? Here we are, Friday, and we are excited to be here simulcasting with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, World Ministries International for the Warning Broadcast. Go and check them out at worldministries.org. Dr. Hansen, do you want to open us in prayer tonight? Father God, we want to thank you again for who you are, Lord, and we know that you can do all things. So, Lord, as we enter into what is troubling times, concerning times, dangerous times, we pray, dear God, that uh, each person listening will put their trust in you, Lord. Let them draw nigh unto you. Let them become close to you. Because, again, we need to know you. We need to know your presence. We need to know your voice. We need to be able to be led by your Holy Spirit. And it's only through that intimacy with you in these troubling and dangerous and deceiving times will be where we'll be able to survive. We'll be able, their God, to allow you to speak to us and direct us, to make decisions in our lives and about our futures. So help us now as we do this program that each person will pay close attention, they'll want to apply everything they hear because, again, truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. As we give truth tonight, let people's eyes be opened and the deception that's upon them be removed. Let us be led by your Holy Spirit now in these days, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we want to welcome all of you that are tuning into this program. We have a live audience here at World Ministries International. And my first guest that you're going to be listening to will be Apostolic Leader Eric Hurd, Sons of Issachar. And then my second guest uh, will be a Kenya missionary, John Bolinda. And uh, Eric Hurd, we're talking about many subjects that really we need to pay close attention to, but it's dealing with the COVID digital currency. Actually, yesterday I attended a meeting. I was invited to go, so I went, and the vice president of the John Birch Society spoke, and um, they had me share after that. And so uh, after that, then he came to World Ministries International, and I interviewed him. They're doing a good work, and it was a fascinating time as I shared, and, and I know that our program each and every day reveals more and more reality that you don't get anywhere else. And so they were very impressed and truly, you know, back in that way, World Ministries International. And uh, so I, I find that these are times that uh, God is uniting people to try to save America as well as save the church because judgment will begin with the church. Make no mistake about it. Judgment is going to begin with the church. Millions of people are going to die. And the sad thing is we're going to have a lot of victims in the church because it doesn't seem no matter how much Omega Man, World Ministries, the warning program sounds the alarm, we're not waking up the church. Not like it's supposed to be. So pay close attention so you are not a victim. Let's begin. 
This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you all that are listening and watching the warning program, also those on social media. I have apostolic leader Eric Hurd, Sons of Issachar, on with me again today. Eric, welcome back to the warning program. It's a pleasure to be with you, Dr. Hansen. Thank you. Well, I have a headlines. It says World Health Organization's Pandemic Treaty will involve forced vaccination, quarantine, lockdowns, digital health certificates. Countries that don't obey will be punished. Uh, what do you think of that? Well, this is their main goal, Dr. Hansen, is to lock down everyone. They want to go with the uh, digital currency right now, what I'm reading. And once they've done that, then they can they can execute the emergency We'll have no organization act, which Biden signed off on, other countries signed off on. So anything they can declare a pandemic and therefore the World Health Organization will be the sole authority to execute anything that they want. So it's this madness that uh, our government has treasonously sold us out to the World Health Organization. Good night. Here's a forward by Stu Peters. It says bioweapon criminals must stand trial. Plans to form citizen grand jury move forward. Nuremberg too must commence. COVID criminals must be brought to justice and answer for their crimes. Says Vira Brooks is here to talk about assembling a grand citizen grand jury to hold governmental officials accountable. Sheriffs, judges, and attorneys who are not afraid of the black backlash they receive are needed to get the trials started. Hospitals who pushed Remdesivir and killed the patients who trusted them must be held accountable. Eric, comment. Yes, they must be held accountable. No ifs, ands, or buts. No trying to get away from this. It has been, as with the records are showing now and the investigations are going forth, this has been premeditated. Uh, so many things are happening. The censorship, everyone walking in lockstep, uh, the vaccine injuries that's going on. It's just amazing. And uh, one guy had predicted that when this comes to its peak and people realize and wake up what has uh has been done to their loved ones, their parents, their fathers, their children, and the babies, my God, they're going to go ballistic. And this young girl was on TikTok and she was going off. She was saying, you killed my dad, okay, with this remdesivir. And she was just livid. And so one guy predicted again that once the normies realize and understand what we've been knowing all along and frontline doctors have been predicting it's going to be. Uh, it's not going to be good for those who have perpetrated this. Wow. Here's another film I'm looking at. It says, forwarded by John F. Kennedy Jr. Boris Johnson confirms microchips, microchips, nanobots, and new world order. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they've been spraying the skies. We've been trying to figure out what they've been spraying the skies with. And if you look over your city, I'm not sure if your city, Dr. Hansen, is filled with chemtrails. They can put all sorts of things in there. And they're, they're, some are saying that there may be all type of metals inside, self-assembling metals inside those chemtrails that we're breathing and have been breathing for many years, uh, along with uh, climate uh, change. I mean, not so much climate change, but climate control. They can control the atmosphere through these uh, chemtrails. And so uh, it's so important that individuals 
detox because we can't get away from that. We're breathing this air and um, they're finding all type of particles, aluminum, barium, and strontium, and all these chemicals in these chemtrails that are affecting the soil as well. So we have to keep our bodies clean as best way we can and believe God to protect us. Wow. Another thing forwarded by John F. Kennedy Jr., uh, Mail Online Health. It says, prestigious medical journal probe study that claimed COVID vaccines have killed up to 280,000 people in the United States. The publisher of some of the world's most prestigious scientific journals is investigating a study which claimed COVID vaccines have killed up to 280,000 people across the United States. Eric? Yes, well, they're saying even one billion. Some people are predicting one billion have been either killed or injured by, permanently injured by these vaccines. And the media is silent on it. There, I think maybe Tucker Carlson on Fox News is talking about it. But people are dying. I know at least four to five people, myself, personal people that I've known that have either passed away. Or, and if you multiply that from, you know, from the citizens in the United States, well, then you have a great number of people. And we're not even at our peak yet. They're saying that this the peak of death and injury will be around uh, year 2024. So we're just getting started with um, this death and destruction. Wow. Forwarded from the Red Voice Media, hospitals continue to murder COVID patients. Says critical care nurse sounds the alarm. Alicia Pow, P-O-W-E. It goes on. Follow up. Stay up to date with the latest. It says hospitals continue to murder COVID patients. Critical care nurse sounds the alarm. Kimberly Overton, a critical care nurse who founded the Nurse Freedom Network, sounds the alarm on how hospitals continue to murder COVID patients. What do you know about that? Well, they're in too deep right now. And we thank God for whistleblowers. We've been praying that whistleblowers will be bold, that will be courageous to speak out of what's really happening. And they're continually, Dr. Hansen, pushing these vaccines. I mean, emails, uh, advertisement. You know, you go past your CVS. We got COVID vaccine shots uh, still available. And so they have coordinated this in such a way, again, using the media, using the doctors, the nurses, the hospitals to cover this up worldwide. But it's getting to a point where they're being saturated with whistleblowers. And we continue to pray that they'll be so inundated with the truth that they can't escape. And people just wake up in masses. I mean, yeah, everywhere I go, especially in Washington state, uh, they're still promoting it. I mean, it's in every store. I mean, if you have a pharmacy there, free vaccinations, they're still pushing this. They have to be held accountable. They can't say now they didn't know because the data is out there now. And you have those frontline doctors um, doing the investigation. There was one article that I read that the one of the princesses over in Thailand is in a coma right now. And there was one, uh, Dr. Bhakti, I think he's in Europe right now. But he's a native of Thailand and he was called over and he in this meeting, told them exactly what was going on. Someone had said it was a bacterial infection, uh, which it wasn't, and she had received the vaccine plus, I think, um, some doses, extra doses afterwards, but in a coma uh, still today. And he said in the meeting, once he said that, I mean, the people pushed their chairs back and stood up 
and saying, we're going to go after, okay, Pfizer for this. And because they're not doing anything in America, but this will set a precedence around the world if they go after and they have the courage as a, a nation to go after Pfizer. Forwarded from Red Voice Media, this pilot was never contacted by the FAA's top flight surgeon, Susan Northrop, to find out what exactly happened, including the obvious question, was this cardiac arrest related to the airline's federal mandated vaccine policies? Tucker Carlson. And it goes on. Uh, stay up to date with the latest uh, Again, Red Voice Media, Captain Snow, American Airlines pilot, believes heart attack was due to forced clot shot by Pete Santilli. This pilot was never contacted by FAA's top flight surgeon, Susan Northrop, to find out what exactly happened, including the obvious question about what this was. Go ahead. They're all involved. Yeah, they're all involved in the cover-up. Everyone. I mean, everyone is involved in this, from the doctors to the uh, agencies, FDA, CDC. And, and they won't even, they're gaslighting the people. This is their lives. This is their livelihood that you have destroyed. Not only that you've destroyed the economy as well, and they're lying about the economy. And it's, pr quite frankly, very dangerous at this point to fly with these pilots having these issues in their bodies. And with the World, uh, World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, they did not want to have two vaccinated or any vaccinated pilots flying them over to that World Economic Forum. This shows that they know what's going on. They know the problems that they're having with these pilots. And it's all hypocrisy. And it's all gaslighting. Wow. We really need Nuremberg trials. Yeah, we have to. They have to be held accountable. But even with the Nuremberg trials, uh, and you can correct me, Dr. Hansen, they only tried a few of the Nazi doctors and uh, perpetrators. And through Operation Paperclip, they brought these scientists over to uh, uh, to America and other people around the world. I think Russia may have taken a few to uh, get their technology. And so they started the Fourth Reich here in the United States, which became the CIA. So <laughs> they haven't been destroyed. They didn't lose. They're still doing their crazy experiments, mind control, even here now, currently in America. Well, you're right. There were not near enough people that went on trial there. Uh, the majority escaped. And many of these countries now, including the United States, frankly, helped them escape. And the CIA, the CIA involved in the JFK assassination. The CIA needs to be shut down. I believe they're an enemy against their own citizens in the United States of America. Eric? Yeah, well, they're totally rogue, and, and these agencies need to be cleaned out. Not everyone, I don't believe, is, uh, you know, is, is dirty. I think that people go into it wanting to serve their country, as we did, you know, in the military. And then we come to find out all the things they've been asked to do, uh, non-disclosures, and just attacking the American people and using our tax dollars. <laughs> this is what's so funny about it. They're using our money to build these weapons and things and then in turn you know, uh, using them on the people, on the military. Our military, uh, they've been uh, fudging the numbers, erasing the numbers, not inputting the whole data into the VAERS system. So we're not even getting the true numbers of the injured and those who have died. Wow. Forwarded from Daily Clout, it says science and health authorities told us that myocarditis is much more frequent from COVID than from vaccination. The thing is, it was not true. A new study from Scandinavian countries is out.
And it goes on. Daily Clout, they lied to us about myocarditis. Two science and our health authorities told us that myocarditis is much more frequent from COVID than from vaccination. The thing is, it was not true. They lied to us about myocarditis. They're trying to cover up everything now. They know that cat is out of the bag. They know that now it's too much information being uh, revealed. Again, uh, alternative doctors are now doing the research. They didn't know and think that the American people and the American spirit would rise up as God has anointed. And we pray that God will continue to anoint these people to get the evidence, to get the answers. So people right now can be helped. And, uh, and, and, and the media is partly responsible. Uh, along with the nurses, along with people who encourage these people to get the shots. And people thought they were doing a service. They thought they were doing good. And they scared the people saying, well, you know, your loved ones could be affected if you don't get the vaccine. So just a total mind control uh, insanity that they rolled out on the people around the world. I'll tell you, if it, if it really was exposed like people that are watching mainline news, if it was really exposed, you might see something like you saw in France where they rose up and toppled and, and killed the aristocrats because of what is going on right now. And so many people have lost loved ones, jobs, careers. Many have even committed suicide. I mean, if it was really exposed, Eric, we would have mass chaos yeah, definitely. It would be safe for them to, to walk the streets. I mean, just trying to get an interview, as they did with the World Economic Forum, Forum with the CEO of uh, Pfizer. These people are getting angry. And I told you about the uh, gentleman over in Australia. And because you won't be able to hide it, because these things are constantly, every day is damaging. The spike proteins are damaging organs and women uh, having all type of menstrual issues. Uh, going on irregular issues. Women in their 70s, they were saying in one article, having periods. Babies a few months old having menstrual. It's a mess. And so we continue to pray. It's unfortunate we have to be there for those who have taken it. And they're still talking about mandating it. We pray in Jesus' name that this whole agenda will be dismantled by the Spirit because it's going to link into the uh, credit score. They want to link it to the um, CBDC currency digital currency so they can control everything they can shut everything down and i think the next uh play they have in their playbook is a cyber attack then therefore you can erase you can shut down all the communication that's going on right now and stop the people from talking so we're praying that god will reveal himself strong on our behalf and he will be the god of justice that he is and, and reveal the truth to the masses. Oh, we better believe everyone listening that they are not going to quit. They're going to come up with some other bogus pandemic that sounds so much worse, and they're going to continue to try to force this vaccination on everybody. Eric? Yes, sir. As you look at Bill Gates, he said it. We want to vaccinate 7 billion people. I don't even know, Dr. Hansen, if this guy is even alive. They could, you know, they could use this guy as just a scapegoat. He could be dead over in India. There was the article I was reading that they didn't allow Bill Gates to come over there because they want, I mean, not only that, but Pfizer didn't want to come over there because they wanted them to sign a contract saying that they are immune to any damages. And so they had uh, over 400,000 girls uh, sterilized or got from the polio vaccines, and they actually wanted to kill 
Bill Gates and his wife. Uh, some articles say we're not. It's neither here or there that they were they were they were killed there in India, and that um, you know they're still just using the name Bill Gates uh, as just a cover. Uh, to take over, it's like you know Biden. Biden is not the president. I mean, you know, somebody's behind. He can't even tell where he is in any given day. Okay, so somebody's behind the scene is running all this. He's not that smart and that intelligent to do that. Well, no, no, no. Biden, Biden uh, is well aware. He thinks he's on the ship of Peter Pan. So I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he seems to be aware where he's at. He's in fairy tale land. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. There's somebody pulling the strings. And again, they're implementing the agenda of the one world government, the Antichrist system, the new world order. And so, um, you know, he's just a um, someone that's actually leg- illegitimate, you know, pulling the strings. And I'm saying sending billions of dollars uh, over still to Ukraine. No one has given him any authority to do that. But again, I, I don't know where the where the troopers, where the strong men, where the white hats, where the people fighting, where the sheriffs, yeah, where, where those who are supposed to be standing. Where's the Republicans? Where's the House of Representatives? I mean, what is going on? Why isn't everyone screaming? I don't know. I don't know uh, if they're compromised. Maybe they're compromised. Maybe maybe they're just uh, you know another wing of the same bird. Um, you know, they well, may what, appear what to be. What bird is that? Something. Is that the cuckoo bird? <laughs> absolutely it's bizarre world and uh, we're living in the twilight zone at this point right now so we're going to have to continue to pray and do what we can i think locally do what we can to affect our communities and do it on a, a state level a local level because the, i think the federal government is already compromised from the from the uh, supreme court down to the treasury and the federal reserve and all these people just bought and paid for and if you you know you come against them too strong you have too much influence they'll just kill you they'll kill your family you know these people are insane they're lunatics and i you know we use the word lunatics and insane and psychopaths but they're demon possessed people influenced by the devil forwarded from private q evidence this is bill gates caught on video admitting vaccines will change our dna uh go ahead Yes, this is uh, amazing. Um, are you the person who has taken this um, this jab? Are they authentically human anymore? And that's the question. And a lot of these vaccines have had patents on them. So basically, like GMO food, if you change the seed in any way, now it becomes the property of the owner who changed it. So now, um, are you your own anymore legally according to this world system? Okay, you're not authentically human. Okay, you are a GMO human being, your genetics are being changed. And they denied that at first. They said, you know, they just liars, liars, liars. And that's why I'm so, so glad and grateful to God that all liars, if they don't repent, will have their part in the lake of fire. Forwarded from Private Q Evidence, this is Dr. Ryan Cole's biopsy. Results may explain. The shocking rise in mysterious cancers. He explains there is a spike protein inside every single cancer cell. What's inside of every single cancer cell? Spike protein. Every malignant B cell has spike protein in it. Eric? Yes, well, they're finding out now that everything that could happen, and individuals are different, their body mechanisms are different, that people who... You know, we're overcoming cancer and cancer was gone. Now had a surge of a deadly fast acting cancer. And you go on 
the mainstream media. You're seeing that people are dying left and right. These Hollywood folk at young ages, 50 in their 50s and 60s, will still consider young and or they died of cancer. Well, and my thought is every time someone dies now, my thought is, have they taken the injection? But they in the or they'll have Dr. Hansen, they'll say cause of death unknown. Okay, so they go with this thing. But I believe uh, even with the sports, these guys, uh, there was another lady who was saying J.J. Watts. I think he was uh, one of the football NFL players. He resigned, you know, and they're not telling the truth why these people and, and majority of the NFL have been vaccinated. Wow. American Media Group, the end of all freedom, a central bank digital currency creates unprecedented possibilities for tyranny. American Media Group. Eric? Yeah, well, game game over, lights out. Uh, if they are able to implement this uh, digital currency, they have total control. Europe is broke. And, and these are the, the, the uh, creators of this digital currency. And they want to control everything you do, everything you pay for, and they can turn it off if you don't line up with the state's agenda. And so this is very, very important. Uh, what do we do about that? I mean, who will give your bank that you bank with the authority to go into your records and to check your life? And they say, well, he doesn't or she doesn't line up with what we think about. And we're going to shut their, um, you know, their ability to trans do transactions off. This is very, very dangerous precedent. And so we have to need we need to watch this. And then what and how do they implement this? Do they do this without knowing? But they would have to also eliminate cash. So in some places now they're saying that cash is not accepted. So we've been knowing that for a long time on the airlines. The only, you know, they only accept credit cards. So this is a very, very dangerous uh, for the world. For it means you can't buy nor sell unless you're under that system. Well, you're right. And the airlines do not take cash. If you don't have a credit card, uh, uh, you can just sit there and eat your uh, sugar biscuits. <laughs> Yes, you bring a, um, bring your plate lunch. Well, yeah. Uh, another from uh, the official learned something to new today. Awakened light says upset and angry. Remdesivir killed my father. The hospital is trying to blame me and my mother for not getting vaccinated. Uh, WTF. Right, right. That video is the one I was explaining to you earlier. I mean, she goes off. She is livid. And I believe that you're going to have more of that once they understand what's happening and using remdesivir. Um, and I think um, Dr. Brian Artis, he had discovered what remdesivir was all about. And I think Medazolam is being used in the UK and other places. But that video, I mean, she was livid. It's, it's really colorful language, but she is livid. She's hot. And then they're going to gaslight her, Dr. Hansen, saying the reason why your father dies because you did not get the vaccine. These people are insane. And all of them, from the nurses to the practitioners, to the doctors, to those working at your common store, CVS, Walmart, Walgreens, they all need to be held accountable. And not just the low-lying fruit, all of them, especially all the way to the top of this agenda, need to be held accountable. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to The Warning Program, both radio, television, uh, social media. Uh, this is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Special guest has been Eric Heard, apostolic leader, sons of Issachar. Uh, go to my website, www.worldministries.org. 
www.worldministries.org. Join Eagles Saving Nations. We've got to get back into the national stadiums. We've got to have another great awakening. Ladies and gentlemen, you need to join it. You need to help us get another great awakening. If this nation doesn't repent of sins of abomination, this nation is damned, and you're going to be a victim. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org. Join Eagle Saving Nations. You can join for as little as $50 a year. We got to get into the national football stadiums. You say, I don't want to spend $50 a year. Then don't cry when everything falls apart and you're a victim. Spend $50 a year, if not a lot more, and get us into the stadiums. We have got to have another great awakening. Let me tell you, we're losing America without the church rising up and stopping tyranny. I have in the studio with me John Bulinda, missionary from Kenya to the United States of America. Welcome, John. Thanks, Dr. Thompson. Thanks for having me today again. You've been here from Kenya, what, 10 years now? 10 years now. I came in 2013, so this is exactly 10 years. 2013. Yeah. Wow. And what did God tell you? Why was he sending you to America? I was in prayer, and uh, he brought the big map of America, and he said, I'm sending you to the United States. And I said, for what? And he said, to go and bring America back to me. And I argued a bit with that because he was telling me to bring America back to him. And I said, how do you send me to America? And America is a developed country. It has got Bibles in all translations. It has got the most sophisticated means and ways of passing the word. Why? And he said, I'm sending you because I need America back to me. America moved away from me, but I'm sending you to bring America back to me. Wow. Now, you were with me. Uh, mainly you attended a, a church that I spoke at right. in Federal Way uh, several weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I spoke on guard sheep from wolves. Right. And how Paul was crying and weeping because wolves had entered into the body of Christ and were fleecing the flock, mm-hmm. lying to the flock, mm-hmm. taking their money, twisting the word of God. Mm-hmm. And, and John... That is what is happening in the United States of America today. Right. Well, it's not just in the United States of America. It's happening even in my own home country in Africa. And yes. Not just uh, Kenya, but even across the board. You go to other nations in Africa, same problem. So to have a warning as a ministry referred to as warning and sounding the warning to the nations, I think that is the most relevant thing to do at this particular moment so that all nations shall align themselves and get back to God and get back to God's true word which he needs to be communicated to his people. Well, you're exactly right, John. I'm going to read you a statement from David Wilkerson. I knew David Wilkerson. He had invited me to New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was truly a watchman, a prophet. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if a, if a person calls himself a prophet, right? but all they do is encouragement, exhortation, and comfort. Mm-hmm. That's that's under the gift of prophecy. Right. But the mantle of a prophet not only does that, but they deal with sin. They deal with judgment. Absolutely. And if you don't deal with that, you are not a prophet. Right. You you deal with the, the gift of the Holy Spirit under prophecy, but that's not a prophet. Right. 
You know, the Bible it, it was one book. It wasn't Old and New Testament, mm-hmm. but dispensationalism divided it. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the Old Testament, you knew what a prophet was. Yes. But uh, they did not, in the New Testament, have to regurgitate everything they learned in the Old Testament. Right. It's like if you are taking algebra, you already know basic mathematics. Mm-hmm. Two and two is four. You don't go over that in yeah, algebra. Yeah. Right. And that was already what was established in the New Testament. They established what a prophet was in the Old Testament. They weren't going to go over it again. Right. But today, we don't know what a prophet is in America. Mm-hmm. John? Well... One of the major things, in fact, as you say rightly, if you go back to the Old Testament, the prophet was referred to as a seer. Yes. S-E-E-R. He saw what God wanted them to see, and then he allowed them to convey what they saw. That meant you don't have to speak what you want to think or to say, but what you saw. Like in the days of even Samuel, when God was sending the prophet Samuel to Ahab, he was telling him exactly what God had told him to say. And God even warns in his word, I think in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter, it could be 18, I may be wrong, but he says, if a prophet gives a word that does not come to pass, then don't even fear that prophet. That's, that's right. That's one way of, of judging him. But again, when a prophet is always speaking about prosperity, telling you that God will bless you and doesn't condemn the things that you do when they're even wrong and anybody can see it, then there's a problem either with the message, the prophet, or both. You know, here's what David Wilkerson, I'm reading some direct quotes from him. Mm-hmm. He says, show me a preacher who never exposes sin, mm-hmm. who doesn't show people the difference between the holy and the profane. Mm-hmm. who doesn't mention repentance or judgment, mm-hmm. but instead says God wants to make you rich and prosperous. Mm-hmm. And I'll call such a man what he is. He is a wolf. Mm-hmm. He has substituted the cross for cash. Right. Unquote. That was David Wilkerson. Mm. That's a few years ago before. He, I know he was in, in New York. He had a powerful but ministry there. Listen to what he's saying, though, about these modern-day right. prosperity preachers. Mm-hmm. And that's... Just on the mark, because that's exactly what's happening today. I I even was wondering, my wife and I were talking one time, and we were like, why are these prophets not mentioning sin? And we came to know one of the reasons is, if they spoke the truth and warned the people in their churches, then they would go with the money they paid them as tithings. So they are fearful that they may lose out with what they are getting as tithe. But you see, when you don't condemn sin, then even what you're doing is not righteous before God, and God does not approve of that. No, you're exactly right. I'm going to read you another statement from David Wilkerson. Mm -hmm. He said, let me describe such a modern-day wolf. Right. The man I'm thinking of is one of the better-known prosperity preachers in America. Mm -hmm. A few weeks ago, this was his message. You have heard about the coming of Jesus. You have heard he can return at any time. Mm -hmm. I tell you. That's impossible. He can't come until you're prospering, until you can get your nice car, until you have your dream house. Hmm. He simply can't come until then, unquote. Wow. Look at this. That's fallacy. That's total heresy. I'm telling you, and that's not the right message to speak out to the people. Jesus will come anyway, whether we accept the truth or not. But I would rather he came when you're speaking the truth or he came when you're not speaking the truth, because he still will come anyway. And of other, no wonder he said, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on earth. Amen. Right. I'm going to read it 
another statement from David Wilkerson. <laughs> That's interesting. I recently watched a video sent to me of a prosperity conference. Mm-hmm. Here was a theology stated at that conference. Quote, find the most prosperous preacher you know mm-hmm. of and give him money. The blessings on him will flow to you. Mm-hmm. One prosperity pastor stood on the platform and described his cars, his plane, his house, his diamonds, a dog he bought for $15,000. Wow. He declared, quote, I'm going to build a house that Solomon would be proud of. Hmm. Then when the people in my city see my mansion, my Rolls Royce, they'll know there is a God in heaven. As he spoke, people walked up, stuffed money in his pocket. Others filled, filed forward and laid money on the stage. Still others threw money toward him. Then a song started titled, Run for the Money. Some fell prostrate while others ran about the auditorium singing, Run for the Money. Wow. Unquote. Beloved, it shocks and amazes me how Bible-believing pastors and Christians can be so deceived. Right. David Wilkerson. My goodness. Can you hear this, John? Yeah, I'm hearing. I'm startled at those speeches and those uh, quotes that you just mentioned right now. One other thing that I heard a pastor say is we live under grace. And he said, I heard him speak, one of the pastors, and he said, you don't even have to repent your sins because you know what? We live under grace. So whether you sin or you don't sin, it doesn't matter because there is grace. God still has grace over you, whatever the circumstance that you're living under. That is not right. That is distorting the gospel. That is wrong teaching. And we need to have that change. We need to remind the people of God, whoever they are, wherever they are, whatever time, that to reconnect with God, repentance must be fast. And these preachers, I believe, must be called to repentance. They should not only repent, but they should also lead their flock to repentance because of the wrong doctrines that they have been imparting to send out to the people. Well, you're totally correct. I mean, that's total heresy. Right. You know, the Bible is very clear. If you reject the grace of God, mm-hmm. in other words, the forgiveness of God, mm-hmm. and you walk instead in sin once again, right. then there is no more sacrifice for your sins. You've rejected God's sacrifice, his grace. You've right. rejected God. Mm-hmm. There is a point of no return. You walk away from God and he walks away from you. Absolutely. Because you have offended the Holy Spirit. Right. And now you can go to church for 50 years. You can't be convicted because you've offended the Holy Spirit. Mm. You have a seared conscience. John, Mm. you are the walking dead. Wow. It's so unfortunate because when I hear this, as you say it, I never thought it can happen in the United States. As you remember, I mentioned to you one time we were having a discussion and I said, God, you're sending me to America and America have the most sophisticated ways of preaching the gospel. So I didn't realize and I didn't know that the prosperity gospel was really rife or so profound here. But when I came and I found that that is here, I said, we are done. Because even back home in Kenya, even preachers who are so powerful started preaching prosperity gospels. And the gospel and the powers that God had given to them became ineffective. So you go to church, people come in sick, they go home 
worse than they came in. Why? Because the power of the Holy Spirit who convicts sin and who allows people to repent was no longer there. And when people have not been able to repent of their sins, to return to their God, then there is no connection between God. There's no relationship because sin has separated. In fact, Isaiah 59 says, My ear is not dull for me not to hear you, but your sin has separated you from me. We have to turn back to God, cry out to him, ask him to forgive us, and to forgive us for giving false messages and the flock for being misled and misguided. Well, you're right. Another quote from David Wilkerson, he says, even at our church, some parishioners passed out tape messages by the wolf who teaches, quote, Jesus can't come until you prosper, unquote. What awful blasphemy. Jesus himself said, we're to look for his appearing, that he'll come in the twinkling of an eye Mm. when we least expect him. Oh, how blind the church has become and how blind so many shepherds are now. Churches that once believed in sacrifice, self-denial, and cross-bearing have become corrupted by flesh. Mm -hmm. Their focus is now totally on self, on material things, on the good life, not the holy life, unquote. Once again, by David Wilkerson. John? So, Dr. Hansen, what I could say at that point is, what? how can we juxtapose that message with what Jesus said to the rich man, the rich young man who came to him and told Jesus, what must I do to receive the kingdom of God? And Jesus said, you keep the commandments, make sure that everything that has been said, you are doing it. He said, I've been doing all that since I was a young man. And he said, okay, one thing is left of you. Go sell everything that you have and then go and distribute it to the poor, then come and follow me. This man was so angry. Why? Because he was living under the principle of prosperity. And he felt that by living all that he had raised, he was denying himself what he thought is what is keeping him in ministry. So Jesus said how hard it is, how difficult it can be for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. That's why he quoted, the, the, he quoted the, the parable of the camel going through the eye of a needle. And I think that is what needs to be preached at this particular moment. So these people, like that rich young man, Jesus was so hurt because he realized this man, instead of using what he has to glorify him, he was so offended by being asked to go and donate what he has. So again, I still go back and say, we need repentance. We need to pray that everybody who has given wrong messages, prosperity messages, repents because the church has to go back to the fold where we depend on God and not on what we preach in terms of people giving and donating. Just to also add this, like my people back home in my country, Africa, even a widow, they are forced to go and give all they have. And yet they are supposed to be supported by church. But they come and they give even what they were meant for the family and what they give out ends up more in problems and sufferings just because of the message that is misguiding and misleading them, thinking that they would give to get back. It doesn't happen. Jeremiah 5, 27 through 31. You know, the prophet Jeremiah described the wolves who come bearing this deception. Their houses are full of deceit. Therefore, they are become great and waxen rich. They are waxen fat. They shine with sleekness. They are waxen fat. Again, they shine with sleekness. They judge not the cause, the cause of their fatherlessness, yet they prosper. And the right of the needy do they not judge. Shall I not 
visit, punish for those things, saith the Lord. Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy lies Mm. falsely. My people love to have it so. And what will you do in the end thereof? Again, Jeremiah 5, 27 through 31. So here, John, according to Jeremiah, these wolves build their fortunes on the back of the poor and the needy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, David Wilkerson says one prominent evangelist is selling healing for cancer for $1,000. For $500, a person can come forward and receive prayer for any kind of problem, malady. But prayer for cancer costs (laughs) $1,000. Wilkerson says it's all a stench in God's nostrils. Mm. And let me tell you where it ends. We serve a patient God who won't destroy or judge anyone who's drawn into snares ignorantly. He will warn and correct his sheep. Mm -hmm. But the day is coming when he'll say to these wolves, enough. You'll no longer rob widows. You won't turn the blood of my son into a credit card to satisfy your lust. You'll no longer be allowed to go into all the world and preach a materialistic Christ I'm going to bankrupt and expose every wolf in sheep's clothing. Very soon, the money that's flowing into you will dry up completely. Unquote. John? That's another prophetic word that the prophet Ezekiel prophesied in Ezekiel 34, where he warns the leaders, the pastors, and the ministers who are taking care of their own interests and not taking care of the flock. As a matter of fact, that is where Christ is complaining about his sheep. He says he'll dismiss them of their jobs, and he himself will take care of his flock. So at the same time, Jeremiah 23, God is distraught and not happy about the prophets who call themselves prophets, but what they disperse or what they preach is not the message of Jesus Christ. They flee the poor and the needy, and instead they end up benefiting themselves. As a matter of fact, God says in the book of Isaiah, you know, Psalms, it is Psalms chapter, I think, uh, 25, if I'm not wrong, where the Lord says in, this, in, in the scripture that he himself is coming now to defend his own people. I think it's 12, yeah, Isaiah chapter 12, verse number 5. He says, because of the crying of the needy, because of the sighing of those who are poor, now I will arise says the Lord. I will, I myself, align them and place them where they belong to be. So the time has come. I think that time is now. Every indication and every sign, there's been a complaint from those who are poor and needy. And I believe God has heard their cry and God is going to act against these wolves in sheep's clothing. Well, you're exactly right. Wilkerson goes on to say, who do the wolves go after? They prey on the weak, underfed sheep. They seek out those who don't know their Bible and are caught up in a self-centered gospel. That's why Paul's warning is crystal clear. Mm -hmm. Pastors and leaders, guard yourselves Mm -hmm. and guard the flock you've been called to oversee. Feed the church of God. We shepherds are commanded to fill the flock with the pure word of God. Only then will they be able to discern what is of the Holy Spirit and what is of the wolf. John? The word of God always reminds us that we begin with the milk of the word. We have to feed them like infants. And as they grow, we start giving them solid food. 
You cannot give them solid food before you've given them the milk. Now they're not even giving them the milk. So what do you expect? There'll be malnutrition. They'll not have the energy they need and the flock will die because there's no protection, there is no feeding, there is no, nothing they're getting from those who are supposed to give it to them. They are shepherds. Well, the milk they're getting is sour milk. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yes. Poison. Right. And that's why the church in America is a mess. Only 12% of youth pastors, children's pastors have a biblical world view. Mm. 12%. Wow. That's a what are they minority. teaching? That's a small minority. What are they teaching? That's the biggest problem that we have. Cohabitation? Yeah. <laughs> what are they teaching? And you know one thing that I also saw them teaching? They're teaching not only apostasies, but they're teaching things that I call abominations. They have allowed the enemy to bring the teachings that have nothing to do with the blood of Christ, nothing to do with conviction of their sins, and they're just telling them what they want to hear. Well, the Apostle Paul prophesied. He says the times of the end, people shall come clustering themselves with teachers who will tell them what they want to hear. Warn to them. So we are crying and praying that God will convict even the youth and they will tell their leaders, no, enough of this. We do not want to be taught what is not in biblical times and biblical words. The emergent church lies that teaches the Bible is evolving. They teach that Jesus is not against homosexuality and other sins condemned in scriptures because scripture is evolving. With this heresy, a person does not need a pastor anymore. They need a psychologist or evolutionist because they say the same thing. We're in heresy. Oh, no. This is why Paul was crying. Right. Guard the sheep from the wolves. Right. John? Well, the apostle Paul, God bless him and the message that he gave. When Jesus also came, he said he did not come to remove the law. In other words, the Old Testament teachings still stand. And we need to follow the pattern of the Old Testament because God was a judgmental God. But now when Jesus came, he not only led us to the light to preach the truth. John the Baptist, when he came, his first message was repent. Jesus came and continued with the message, repent. In Luke chapter 13, Jesus says that you are telling me about the Galileans who this, their sacrifices were mixed with, with blood, with Herod. Unless you repent, you shall likewise perish. So God is telling us to repent of all those things that we have been allowing to grow in the church and ministering and administering them. So we have gotten to a level where repentance, and I think, uh, Brother Dr. Henson, this is why God called you to, re to release or to raise a ministry that you refer to as the eagles ministry to cry out for the nations to repent for the nations to lead people and intercessors to cry out for the body of christ because it is lost you know you've you're reading my book the science of judgment right it describes the rise and fall of nations and what's going on in america mm -hmm. in detail right and also we're trying to have eagles saving nations we're trying to get back into the the stadiums and have, again, a mighty outpouring of God coming down like at Pentecost. So people go out of the stadiums instead of fear and intimidation like Peter was. They go out with power and authority like Peter did. Mm -hmm. 3,000 were saved. We've got to have truth spoken by Christians once again. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. Closing comments, John. Well, Micah chapter 5 verse 1, the Bible says, gather the troops for me. Who are the troops? Those are the soldiers of Christ, the soldiers of the cross. And Jesus called us in these end times to step out, to be on the offensive, not to wait for the mess to be done, but to speak out and to speak for Christ and to restore what the people have been missing all this time in the name of wolves, 
in shepherd's clothing. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the warning program. Pastor John Molinda, Kenya missionary to the United States of America. I want you to order the book, The Science of Judgment. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org. God bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part 1, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man Can Turn into an Intelligent Beast to Do Evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus, if laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom. Shannon? Dr. Hansen, it was a powerful teaching today. And, you know, the first guest uh, was correct that even at the Nuremberg hearings, uh, it was really just a token hearing. Just a few people put on trial. The rest cut deals with the likes of Alan Dulles and were sent back to America. UK got some of them, Russia. And of course, most of the Third Reich Brain Trust, namely Martin Bormann, escaped at the end of World War II and went on to form some 900 multinational 
corporations using all the looted gold and other things that the Nazis stole from a number of nations, including the Jewish people. And they continued in South America. There are people still living down there today. Over 10,000 Nazis escaped into South America. And I have some close friends who have been on their trail tracking Martin Bormann, the number two man under Hitler. Uh, one other thing I'll mention, which is very sad, is uh, many have probably heard the story by now, but one of the Nazis, he was part of the Hitler Youth, his name was Paul Schaefer, goes to Chile and under Pinochet set up basically um, another concentration camp down there that thrived. It was called Colonia Dignidad, and they continued the experiments of Mengele tortured and raped children. He continued until he was arrested in 2005. That wasn't a long time ago. They put him in jail, and he finally died in jail. But horrific things continued after the war and, you know, I believe are continuing to this day. A lot of the Nazi experimentation continued under the CIA and programs like MKUltra. And as I mentioned, down there under Pinochet for decades. Of course, Mengele, he survived, lived to about 1980 and um, before dying. And uh, there is other stuff that we don't have time to go in tonight, like, uh, you know, the survival of even Eva Braun, Hitler's wife. She got out. <laughs> I know some people that have been on this trail for 30 years, and they make the trips down to Argentina, Paraguay, South America, Buenos Aires, pursuing these leads. And, you know, at the end of the day, what happened is everybody was in bed with everybody. You know, even Ford Motor Company produced over 40% of Hitler's uh, heavy trucks. Hugo Boss made the suits for the Nazis that they wore. They dressed really sharp, by the way. And now we've got big corporations like, uh, of course, Siemens, Zyklon B, and uh, Monsanto Corporation, uh, bought out by Bayer Corporation. And, you know, these Nazi corporations are alive and well. They're thriving. And it's my uh, personal opinion that that is who is running the show right now over there in the EU. Look at their top leaders. They all have Nazi ties. Do we see now the Fourth Reich in power? Even this whole World Economic Forum plan is kind of going by the book of what Himmler had envisioned. And I'm going to send you later a shocking documentary done by a friend of mine named Tino Struckman, who's been on this trail for a while. Just put it out a few days ago. Ties all these international bank of settlements, all these world cartel organizations together, and they're just continuing the plan they started a long time ago. And they want to chip every last one of us. Even IBM was part of the tattooing operation and tracking of people that were coming into places like Auschwitz. These people are alive and well. I mean, the organizations that they started, rather, same spirit. And um, these are wicked. And we're in, for, we're in for a lot more from them if they're not stopped, sadly. That's my micro-sermon tonight. But God. And again, I want to thank you for your program, Dr. Hansen. You're doing what you can to sound the alarm and wake up as many people to the fact of what their agenda is, and they haven't backed down. They plan to keep rolling out these vaccinations. They're not going to stop, at least that's their plan not to stop, unless God stops them. But people need to stop the insanity, and if they took one of the first vaccinations, they need to not take any more. People are dying every day. And I, we heard, you know, it would take two to three years before the real kill-off effect started, we're beginning to see it now. It's very sad, Dr. Hanson. 
you know, I think we've become too reliant on medicine in the body of Christ. We need to go back to God's prescription. Come to the elders of the church, and if there be any among you sick, let them anoint you with oil and pray the prayer of faith, and they shall be healed. If they have any sin, it shall be forgiven. Standing on Psalm 91, uh, that's what I'm going to do with me and my family. We're not going to take any of these injections. I'm putting my faith and trust in the injection of the blood of Jesus. That's the only injection I need. Amen. Well, so. Shannon, you're right. And uh, I know during all of this, we went ahead and really uh, came against uh, our own governor, uh, as well as uh, spoke nationally on the truth. And, um, you know, our, our lawyer then uh, even, even sued the governor here for his dictatorship and uh, his unlawful policies and um, we're, we're, you know, we, we would not close. I urged all churches to stay open when our own governor wanted them all closed down and most of them complied. And I, I shared this is unconstitutional, just stay open. And, uh, you know, they were forcing when they finally opened uh, to not only wear masks, but, you know, they wanted them to get all COVID vaccinations. Obviously, from the start, I was against that. And from the start, uh, we did not close, and we told people with COVID, uh, come and I'll lay hands on you and pray. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the church is responsible that we have gone this far in tyranny because we have, again, uh, wolves behind the pulpit, most of the pulpits, and uh, they're in it for the money and personal gain. Uh, they've twisted the word of God. We're now drag queens going to mainline churches, uh, drag queens. And uh, like I said, I, I had an opportunity to interview yesterday the vice president of the John Birch Society. He, had, he heard me share. Uh, they sat me at his front table and then I shared to his group. Uh, and, and boom, he was, came to my World Ministries International headquarters and interviewed him before he had to leave. But... Uh, we just had an opportunity, the very program that you listen to, you know, and, and by the way, you're talking about the Nazis, you know, our space program got some of them. You're aware yes, of that, sir. aren't you, Shannon? Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, they've lied about everything else, you know. I'll tell you what, it might sound crazy to some people, but they've lied about everything else. We could get into those lies. We've done programs on those lies, but uh, was there... Any man walking on the moon? Well, I have my own doubts now. Uh, there's nothing but lie, 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 lie. Are you, are you hearing me, Shannon? Absolutely. You're going to have to meet my friend then called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, Bart Sabrell. He's a born-again believer right now, and he's got footage that shows uh, that the uh, missions that were supposedly taking us to the moon were shot on sound stages and uh, much of it and just orbit around the, the earth. I have very uh, deep concerns about that, that if the government's been lying back then, what else have they lied about? You know, Gulf of Tonkin. It's well, like, come out that that was a lie. We instigated that to go on the war. You, you know, know, if Rosa we had gone on the moon uh, way back, why in the world haven't we progressed any further? Um, could it be that uh, we can't go any further? Very good point. Uh, I really think that at that point in time, um, you know, Russia was so far ahead of us with their ICBMs and their space program. Well, it was known if you could put somebody into space, you could put a nuke 
across the globe at your enemy's target. So we had to get a message out and quick that if we can get a man to the moon, then hitting Moscow is no problem. That was a CIA operation. And, you know, people don't have to believe that, but they need to look at some of the new evidence that just came out, only able to be released after the death of the man who, um, who gave it to Bart Sabrell. Amazing thing, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. But, you know, Dr. Hansen, I look at all these times where we have went into war and we've used it either to restart the economy, like back during World War II. You know, who was our president at the time? Was it Roosevelt uh, when we had Pearl Harbor? Correct me if I'm wrong in my history, but, you know, we've even got information now that uh, we knew Pearl Harbor was about to get attacked and we moved much of our fleet out in the ocean. And that was the impetus that we needed to go into World War II. Now, I believe that was a just war. We needed to stop the Nazis, but allow your people to get blown up in the process. World Trade Center bombing. Was that uh, an inside job? I really believe it was. Uh, The United States American people would not have supported a 20-year war in Afghanistan, but give them a reason to get behind? Carte blanche. You know, I believe all these things have been pretty much contrived, and it's sad that we got people in the intelligence community that have no problem sacrificing American citizens to promote their agenda. And if they've done this before, more recently, it's come out that America, and uh, in conjunction with Norway, blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. I mean, from day one, we were blaming the Russia, just like they were blaming Trump for Russian collusion found no evidence whatsoever that he colluded with Russia. And they spent $20 million to reach that conclusion. It was all an attack on him to take him out from day one. And, you know, if uh, if this new article coming out by the man who broke the story on the Mai Lao massacre in Vietnam, and also, you know, the waterboarding and torture of people over there in Iraq, it was, I forget his name now, he's a uh, Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, just broke the story about two weeks ago. He says that he's got the proof, and he put it out. America hit the pipeline. I mean, that is an act of war in and of itself. Well, and, the CIA uh, definitely was involved with the assassination of JFK, and they've been involved yes. uh, also with uh, the, top, the, the fraudulent election. I mean, uh, Joe Biden did not win. Uh, the CIA, FBI, and others were involved. I mean, we are, we are in high treason. We're, we're, you know, we're in a situation right now where our government is corrupt and um, including including rhino republicans and so if the church doesn't rise up and stop this insanity in other words we got to have a great awakening that's why eagle saving nations i'm leading now Uh, if we don't get another great awakening if the church doesn't rise up and let baptism you know the power of god once again come down touch the lives of those in the stadiums, NBA stadiums, go out with power and authority to resist this evil, to speak the truth, uh, to, to cause a national repentance. I am telling you, millions of people are going to die, Shannon. And, and I believe, obviously, First uh, Chronicles 7.14 always applies, but God knows that people aren't going to repent. That's why two billion people are going to die in the book of Revelation. Sure, it will work if you repent, but God foresees and knows they won't. I mean, they even shake their fist at God during the plagues. And so, uh, sure, people can pray, but so far, 
your program, my program, so many, you know, David Wilkers and others, we have touched some. Some have come to the cross. Some have woken up. But I'll tell you what, I firmly believe that millions are going to die before we have a national revival because the church is pathetically wrapped up in self-indulgence. They're wrapped up in their pride and arrogance. They're wrapped up in their sin and they can't seem any longer to sound the alarm. They are polluted as much as society. I don't like to leave a loose end there. Uh, and if I'm going to make a statement like I did, I'd like to give you some evidence. But Seymour Hirsch, He's respected on all sides. And when he just released this article, how America took out the Nord Stream pipeline, he immediately got calls and said, hey, Seymour, is this you? We just saw you put something up on Substack. And he said it is. And he just released a follow-up to it. I mean, you know, their sins will find them out. Uh, the truth is coming out there. Let's just hope that my uh, thought is wrong, that there could be a false flag imminently pulled in America, Dr. Hansen, to blame Russia so that we have the support of America again, like during the World Trade Center, to go all in on this war that uh, U.S.-led NATO has declared on Russia. Now, is Russia good in everything to do? Absolutely not. And I think in the end, they want to take uh, Israel, and they will. I think all wars lead to Israel. But the point I'm making here is uh, I think this is a suicide mission that we're on right now to think that we can take on a, a superpower who has been quietly perfecting some of the most state-of-the-art weapons <laughs> like their hypersonic missiles and other technology that they can launch in international waters and in two minutes hit America. And we've got no defense for that we can take them on and that they're not going to fire back. We're sticking the the bear in the eye, brother, with a, with a stick and think he's not going to turn back and swat us. I don't know how this thing is going to end well. God can always throw a wrench in the devil's plans. And I'm praying that something break here and we don't go into full-scale World War III as it looks like because uh, it seems like we got maniacs up there who are either foolish enough to think that we could win this or they deliberately want to bring it on America to see us chopped off at the legs. We didn't even mention China, Iran, or North Korea, who, by the way, just unlocked that missile the other day that could hit America. I mean, we've got plenty to worry about. Last point I want to make, this is like when Saul did not wait on the prophet. He offered a sacrifice on his own. And he went into war, and he lost really bad. He died that time. It's like I think if we go into war now, we're not God's not on our side. We don't have the Ark of the Covenant with us, if you will, and it's going to turn out bad for America. And I think the maniacs running the show there, the deep state, are, are crazy enough that they might pull another false flag to get the American support behind it. You know, the other war is wound down. They need a new war to go another 20 years. And we're not going to win this one. It could be over in 20 minutes when the nukes start flying. I, I fear that what God showed you many years ago, and you've given the warning about, and Dimitri Dudeman and Wilkerson and others as a witness, nuclear attack on America, biological chemical attack might not be far off unless the mercy of God prevails and we get a little bit more time. Well, it's not far off, Shannon. And uh, we've, we've done programs, a lot of programs with with uh, professionals and people in the know, uh, scientists and others, uh, uh, senators, and, and I'll tell you what, we are very close to nuclear war. Very, very close. 
You know, I wrote on it years ago, uh, the four next world wars, the king of the south and north colliding, the kings of the north and west colliding, the kings of the, the west or, or the north and east colliding, and on and on and on. Well, Russia is not going to lose. Russia is going to end up joining forces with a treaty with China and India, uh, and they are not going to lose. They're described as the kings of the east. So we are approaching a lot of death. It is going to happen, and the only thing that could stop it is the church, and right now the church is pathetically anemic and deceived and backslidden. Um, we have got to have another great awakening, Shannon. Absolutely, folks. Uh, if not you and I, then who? If not now, when? It's time to make a stand for the Lord Jesus Christ and go all in. Uh, I want to encourage you all to join Eagles Saving Nations. I want to encourage you also to go to the website Dr. Hansen going to give out in just a moment and become a partner and support because your help is needed right now and it can make a difference. Dr. Hansen, how do people support your ministry? Well, Shannon, they could telephone 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Once again, 360-629-5248. They could write a check, just address it to WMI on the check, WMI, I don't get a penny of it, again, WMI, send it in an envelope to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292, that's World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. And we really need it. I'll tell you what, we're more than 50,000 in the, uh, we can't make budget. Uh, this has already been a horrible year. And frank, frankly, if I don't look to God, I could get discouraged. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. That's www.worldministries.org. They can subscribe to Eagle Saving Nations. They can donate right via the website even uh, to World Ministries International. Uh, we have seven days, Monday through Sunday, of programs on the air, uh, radio or television, social media, uh, seven days. And I'm telling you, just like this one you heard of Eric Hurd talking about COVID digital currency. Yes, they want to force a vaccination on you. And if you don't, uh, they don't want to give you your money pretty soon. So let me tell you, you think this is going to pass? It's not going to pass. It's not going to pass. They want to control every man, woman, and child. And either America breaks free or you're going to be controlled. And if you think you're not, you're in la-la land. You're deceived because it's not going to pass. I'm very, very concerned, as you can tell in my voice, I've got a wife, I've got uh, five children, I've got 13 grandchildren. Let me tell you, this thing's not going to pass. Now, if the church doesn't wake up, you might as well pack your bags and go to the next concentration camp because they're going to round you up. We talked about that yesterday. I did not, but it was brought up at uh, the John Birch Society, although I have talked about it before. This is very real, what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I have an opportunity to reach... 200 million more people, households, households, 
and uh, it was presented to me four television four to five television programs depending on the month 30 minute programs and they brought it down to four hundred and two dollars to reach again over 200 million more households $402. If somebody's listening and wants to sponsor that for a year, we can reach over 200 million more households. Also, uh, just had the opportunity to go on uh, several more cities, uh, major stations on radio. It was $1,000 a month and they came down to 250 because they want my program on. They, they listen to the COVID digital currency. And uh, that's $250 a month instead of 1,000. But I need sponsorship for a year. So if somebody is listening out there and want to sponsor either one or both, $402 will get me a, on, on these additional 200 million more households and for $250, we'll get into uh, five days a week, uh, another solid couple cities and, and uh, radio stations. And I'll tell you what, great offers, but you need the money to take advantage of them. And so, you know, the, the, the radio came 70, $750 down a month and uh, the television came way down. So, uh, you know, again, we need help. We need help if you're listening. Uh, if you don't want to sponsor these, just send anything. But we need help because we've got to sound the alarm. We've got to give this warning message more than ever before. And uh, right now, I'll tell you what, it is hard. But if you're going to spend your money anywhere, why don't you back this ministry rather than backing a church that does nothing and preaches heresy? We need That's exactly your help. Right. Shannon? You know, Dr. Hansen? I looked at that TV package, and what an opportunity that is, folks. Massive audience, and price is right. If somebody out there would like to help plant seed worldwide, globally, help Dr. Hansen get on these TV and radio networks. The opportunity to do this is now. If not now, when? Uh, the Lord's coming back. There's coming a time where you're going to throw gold and silver in the streets, it says. This is the time to invest in kingdom work and I'm here to tell you, you're guaranteed you're going to get a return on that because he that wins souls is wise. And how are you going to do this if you don't get the message of the gospel out to these people? This is a, a really amazing TV package that you showed me. I'm excited about that. And I think this will be awesome to see World Ministries International launch there. It's an amazing uh, deal. Folks, help give anything you can towards it. Go right to worldministries.org and support them. They even have PayPal there for people who are international. Uh, one more time, if someone wants to write to you, what's that mailing address, Dr. Hansen? Again, put on the check WMI and send it to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Again, World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277 Stanwood, Washington, 98292. So P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. And your office number, Dr. Hansen, if they want to call? 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Thank you, Dr. Hansen, for letting us be a part of this awesome simulcast. 
I love you and World Ministries. You're all doing a great job. It's an honor to partner with you and we'll see you again real soon. Thank you, Shannon. And we love you too. Thank you.